Nashville. Welcome back to another episode of Matching Music City. Uh, we made it. We may be doing this from our respective homes this week, but we made it through whatever this winter storm was. And uh, we kind of want to break that down as I sit in my room that looks like uh, the walls are about to come in as water and ice is threatening to pour down in through my roof. Uh, but let's introduce my co-host. I'm Madison. I'm joined as always by Mackenzie. Mackenzie, are you hanging in there? I mean, yeah, my wall is not melting. So, and if you're listening to this, her wall literally looks like it's melting. I, I we're gonna have to do this kind of quickly because I'm kind of worried that the house is about to flood. I'm not gonna lie. This it, is not good for you. This because has happened. You're to, a worrier. Well, yeah, this is the worst case scenario for an Enneagram Six. <laughs> like, I am going to be freaking out, even if this is nothing. Like, this is I'm gonna be freaking out the whole time that all my possessions are gonna be lost. Uh, this Do happened I need to come a few get years you? ago. Yeah, you need to come get me. Uh, you can <laughs> sled over to my house. Totally fine. Uh, yeah. Uh, this has been crazy weather for Nashville. This is not normal. I know. We've been home. We were just talking about this. We've been home all week, and we haven't really known what to do with ourselves. It's been, I mean, a productive week, because I feel like when you work from home, you can get stuff done. But it kind of culminated today when we just did our interview with our guests. It's today, and my husband is texting me on my apple watch saying what is going on why are you screaming it is so loud i'm on a team's call i can hear every word you're saying so yeah that's that's kind of how it's gone for me have you felt like you were screaming uh no this is just my normal talking voice um there was no screaming involved so drew if you're listening to this that was rude and now everyone knows how rude you are and oh my apple watch just buzzed and i thought it was him and i was like oh no he can hear me you even went to a different room too i know i know i, like, I know you guys so, need to do some soundproofing in your apartment well, good lord uh, why well, yeah small apartment life but it looks like everyone in nashville has had a lot of fun because i've seen a lot of like snowboarding at the capitol and skiing and sliding down air mattresses and cookie pans which which doesn't feel good mm. to me the cookie pan thing i don't know about but i saw people like getting laundry baskets out and that makes more sense to me laundry. i don't like that because what if you got stuck <laughs> uh, enneagram sex boring you can't know. just, like, just do it out <sighs> Okay. Well, well, you clearly didn't go skiing. No, I, I didn't go skiing. I did play a lot with my dog. So I have a three-year-old miniature sheep doodle And I'm a big beach person. Uh, like, without a doubt, if you ask me the lightning round question, beach or mountains, I'm not hesitating. I'm taking the beach. He's not. I, he's never been a big beach person. The sand's too much. The water's too much. A lot of stimulation. Uh, and he's just a nervous guy in general. Matches my energy super well. So I just thought that was him. Turns out, loves the snow. Definitely a mm. mountains guy. Ah, uh, he's a little snow dog. He's a little snow dog. We did a lot of playing. He's very sad today as it melts that uh, the snow is going away, and I'm not going out there with him because it's all slushy. Um, Wait, you forgot about your dog named Blair. What about her? Yeah, so my parents' dog <laughs> named Blair. Um, she has some concerning Blair. behavior that has happened during all of this. Um <laughs> I do not did not know that dogs like to eat poop when it's frozen. Ew. I thought something was wrong. You told you brought it up. Well, I thought something was wrong with her. Not for that reason. Just because her name is hilarious. Okay. Well, I googled it because I was like, does she have a deficiency going on? Like, what's going on? And they were like, people online were like, nope, this is a normal no. thing. Dogs eat frozen poop. We call them poopsicles. Ew. Yeah, it's just called being a dog and being disgusting. There's nothing wrong with her, and she doesn't Murray have a deficiency. Murray has never eaten poop. 
<laughs> a day in his life. Oh no, he's far too scared of that to do that kind of thing. I could. Yeah. Well. Okay, so it's been a weird week. You clearly haven't left your house at all. I can no. just tell. I can see it in your eyes. This is, I'm thriving. I don't know what you're talking about. This is my dream come true. You mean I can't go anywhere and nobody can get to me? Perfect. You've been going oh. stir crazy. Oh, yeah. I'm going to lose my mind. You look it. It looks Thank like the you. beginning of a horror film. You walking around pacing your <laughs> tiny little apartment, like trying to claw your way out. Oh, uh, man. Okay, well, we're going to get out this weekend. The sun is out. We're gonna we're gonna do some things. So okay, you do that. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Well, you know what? Let's get into it. Let's introduce our guest. We talked with Kiana Hastings. Um, she is a delight. We got in. We talked a lot about the Enneagram. If you're not familiar with that, uh, give it a quick little Google. Basically, it's the nine different personality types. She's an Enneagram seven. That's a little preview of her uh, personality that is to come. Uh, we also talked about weddings. Kiana is in the wedding business, and she kind of took us through what that has looked like during the pandemic and also a couple of horror stories that I was just absolutely flabbergasted for. Kind of wish it was a video podcast so you could see Mina McKenzie's reactions to her stories. It was, wow, I would be livid if those things had happened at my wedding, but hey, I'm not getting married, so don't have to worry about that right now. What? Well, I'm not. That's a factual. Okay. Keep going. Just drive by that. Okay, yep, drive on. by that comment. Um, I got nothing else to say. Let's get into it with Kiana McKenzie. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Matching Music City. This week, we have Kiana Hastings. Hi, Kiana. Hey, guys. Thanks for being on with us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. All right. So tell us a little bit about you. Where are you from? I am originally from Georgia, and then I moved to Tennessee when I was younger. So I grew up in Columbia, Tennessee, and then I made my way to Nashville for school. I went to school at Lipscomb University, and I've been in Nashville ever since. What part of Georgia did you move from? Um, Griffin, Georgia. So it's about 45 minutes south of Atlanta. Okay, nice. Very cool. Um, and where in Nashville are you located now? Um, technically Brentwood, but I always say Nashville because it's, a, it's basically South Nashville, but my address is technically Brentwood. I appreciate that you said that you grew up in Columbia and not Nashville, because I feel like people nowadays are saying they're from Nashville and it's actually Columbia. Yeah, you know, I got to represent the Mule Town capital of the world, you know, more famous for Mule Day. <laughs> if you haven't gone, you should. <laughs> it's funny with more people moving there, because obviously, like, as Nashville's growing, people are expanding more south. I have grown, I grew up here as well, but in like more the Nashville side. And I was like, why the heck do all these people have mules on the back of their cars all of a sudden? I was like, I don't get that. But I guess that's Columbia for you. Well, yeah, they, for, we're in Columbia. That's probably why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For the people that don't know what Mule Day is, like me, because I've only ever heard of it, I have no idea what it is. Why don't you give like a quick flyby of what it is? Yeah, it's basically Columbia's claim to fame. It's a whole production. The county's spring break is scheduled around Mule Day. So that's how you know when Mule Day is, because it lines up with spring break. And it's basically this huge parade with mules <laughs> and other stuff. And then there are a lot of vendors and like street fairs and things like that that happen throughout the whole thing. But it's just a time where the city just comes together and... There are cookouts and fish fries and a little bit of everything and day drinking, which is my favorite thing. So mm. hey, there you go. <laughs> there you so go. So where do you like to day drink, Kiana, in Nashville? What's your favorite place? I mean, anywhere with a bar and a good happy hour. Really. <laughs> I don't really discriminate. Like if you have a good patio, then I'm here. I'm 
I'm game for anything like that. Yeah, you gotta okay. get the cute Instagram shot while you're day drinking. Oh, yeah. Even better if it's Insta-worthy. Yeah, yeah exactly. What's your uh, go-to drink? <laughs> Depends on the day. So, I love a good whiskey ginger ale. Okay. And I like gin and tonic. Those are my go-tos. Yes. So, it depends on what I'm in the mood for. Yes. Gin and tonics are so good. Underrated drinks. They're solid. You know, a few years ago, a friend ordered some for the table, and I had never had one. And I was like, huh, this is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, you can do a lot with it, too. Like, you can add different fruits and such and different mm-hmm. uh, bitters to, like, jazz it up. <laughs> different fruits and such. Yeah, you didn't have to be a lime <laughs> You know, might get saucy at an orange. I don't know. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> I like it. So you like anywhere really with like a good view, good patio, good drink menu. But tell us a little bit about like, if you're going to go out, what are your ideal weekend plans look like? Yeah, a typical weekend. I, a lot of my weekends are occupied with weddings. I have a wedding business on the side. So I do a ton of weddings. When I don't do that, I, like I said, I love day drinking. So anywhere that's like, oh yeah, bottomless samosas, because by the end of the day, you can just go home and go to sleep and it's great. Um, but a typical Saturday, I love just going to brunch with some friends and then maybe going to a few stores and some shopping and then just really relaxing in the evening. And then we can go home, watch a movie or do whatever. But I just like a chill weekend where I'm not doing too much, but having a little bit of fun as well. Okay, you like a chill weekend where you're not doing too much, but you work like all of these weddings. That does not sound super chill. It's funny because my definition of chill is most people's like, oh, that was a super busy weekend. And every week I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing anything this weekend. And and I name off like 15 things I'm doing. And I'm like, yeah, it's pretty chill. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's spoken like a true Enneagram 7. Yep. Yep. All the things, all the time. So what made you want to start your wedding business? I was paying off debt and I was like, I need to make money quickly. And honestly, it's fun. I love doing it. So it doesn't feel like work because that was the other thing. I didn't want to work all day, every day, and then work some more when I got home. So it was fun. And I interned for a wedding venue in Nashville when I was in college. And so I learned the ropes of wedding planning. And it was the overhead costs to start it were like super low because you don't need a building. You don't need any infrastructure. It's really just your, the service you're offering and like some stuff to manage it with. But outside of that, it was pretty cheap to start. And we already kind of had like a baseline clientele. So do you have any horror stories of like Bradzilla's or I things going wrong? I was going to ask that. Yeah. So there have been, there are always horror stories. We luckily have not had too many Bradzilla's. It's usually the moms that I can't stand. Oh. Like the brides are great. The yeah. moms and the, the maid of honor. I'm like, please go away. Um, but there was one, um, where we were at a wedding and basically the groom and his groomsmen were doing drugs in the bottom of the, and not like weed drugs, like hard, like cocaine. And so we were like, you can't do this. Like the venue does not allow this. You have to stop. Cause we'll shut the wedding down in a heartbeat because everyone that's there is liable for it. And so we had, it was one of those things where you don't want to bring it up to the bride, but you're also like, this has to stop right now. So that was a lot. But outside of that, I haven't had it. There was one where the groom did like this really weird dance for his bride. Oh, no. And everyone like oh. turning away. It was like, it was cringeworthy. It was terrible. And you're like, how long do we have to watch him do this? <laughs> oh, no. So it was like a long drawn out. It wasn't just like a quick little like, oh, I, I did this. This is cute. Yeah. It was like, no, I've got a full five minute long song, oh. perfectly choreographed. No. Yeah. Oh, I mean, choreographed is a loose term. He, <laughs> I mean, was literally 
I can't even describe it. He, it was kind of like he was just gyrating and humping the air for like five minutes straight. I kid you not. And we were like, what is happening? Because he told us, he was like, I have a surprise and I want to do this um, right before our first dance. So we're like, oh, it's going to be great. We're thinking it's going to be some choreographed dance with all the groomsmen. No, it wasn't. And so we were like, this is kind of awkward, but oh. it's his wedding. So we do. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Have you ever seen the proposal with Sandra Bullock? Yes. When she's around the campfire, uh, dancing to, to the window, to the wall. That's what I imagine that this guy was doing. Yeah. More or less, it was basically what he was doing. Like, oh, like, man. I know it's on camera because they had a videographer. Oh. And I can't wait to see the footage because I'm like, I, I, I was just, my mouth was on the floor. <laughs> How has it been with being in the wedding business with, like, coronavirus and everything? Has that been crazy? Yeah. Um, at the very beginning, it the virus started to happen right as wedding season would have picked up. So I felt really bad for people that did this full time because they were essentially out of, they weren't getting any income because everyone postponed or they canceled altogether. And so for us, um, we had quite a few postponements at the very beginning. And then we had, for example, um, in the month of March, we were supposed to have a wedding every weekend. And now I think we had two on some weekends and now we have two. Uh, because everyone else just pushed theirs out because it there are a lot of restrictions in place, obviously, due to COVID and you can't have so many people, which is so stupid because not COVID's not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like I go to restaurants all the time and people are just there. It's a it's like yeah. a free for all fair game. And there are so many rules around around weddings. I'm like, at least these people know each other at a restaurant. They don't. It's just a bunch of people that are randomly there at the same time. So it doesn't make sense to me, some of the rules, but. It is. Have- and it's been sad to watch people that I know have to move their wedding like two to three mm-hmm. times because they don't yeah. want to have all those restrictions. They want to be able to celebrate. They've been planning this for a year, two years, however long, and they've been dreaming about it for longer. And it's like, oh, sorry, you either have to have 10 people who are sitting six feet apart or you're going to push it a year. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's been a like the wedding we had last weekend or two weeks ago. They had to cut their guests list in half and then they were told after they did that that if they had more than 75 people that they couldn't have an open bar so then they cut it down some more and they were told that if they had more than 50 they could only have two drinks per person and then after that if they had less than 50 then they could have an open bar that was like unlimited and we're like who's making that makes no sense like COVID yeah and drinking what yeah it was I, at this point, I'm just like, just tell me what we can and can't do. And we'll yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. We'll have to have you on for an episode off season to like talk about more wedding stuff. Cause I'm fascinated by this. Oh, yeah, I'll it. tell you all horror stories. Some of them are like G rated. Some of them are rated not G-rated. Or <laughs> <informature>. <laughs> Oh so, man. You started this business. Uh, you mentioned to get out of debt. So tell us a little bit about that. I know you had a big thing happen this year, or I guess last year, was it this year or last year? Anyways, tell us. Yeah, it was last year. Last year, I paid off all of my student loans, and so therefore, all of my debt, and it was it felt so good. And that's honestly why I hadn't been dating, because I was working all the time. Like, if you, mm-hmm. my friends would call me, and they're like, what are you doing, working? And I'm like, yep. And so I, that's all I did for the last, like, I guess 19 months or 24 months now. And so it's just good now that I have a lot more free time, or what I consider free time, um, to just do what I want to do, and part of that includes going on dates which has been a whole thing too (laughs) yeah you told us a little bit about your dating life before we got on 
and you're outsourcing some of it. Let's let's talk about that. Yeah. So <laughs> um, <laughs> earlier this week, uh, my my neighbor, I went downstairs to hang out with her, and I was just talking about dating, and I was like, oh, I hate swiping. It's miserable. And she was like, well, let me do it for you. And I was like, no, I'm not going to. That's like catfishing. And she said, well, it's not catfishing if you know about it. And I was like, you know what? You're right. So <laughs> past week and a half, my roommate or my, I hate saying roommate, my neighbor has been swiping on Bumble for me. And so she'll basically qualify them to see if they're um, a good candidate. And then if they are, she'll hand them off to me. And um, it's my job to close the deal after that. <laughs> I love this. Because I'm not on the apps, and I partially think it's just because it would be a lot of work, and also like I don't need another distraction or whatever. But oh, I would outsource it. it. I'll do it. I'll outsource it. <laughs> okay. We. I'm. I'll be open to that. Okay. I don't know it's if I trust great. you. It's been great. It's yeah. been great. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like great. Like this is vetted. You've dealt with the weirdos, and like you know, I don't have to waste my time. Just like show me the people that I'm matched with, and I'll start the conversation if I'm interested. Exactly. And it's been really good because people that I probably honestly would have swiped on, I'm like, oh, well, this conversation is going pretty well. But I think when you're swiping for yourself, you're a little more picky and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, well, he's not six foot or he am I OK, I like I like six foot. I'm five, eight. So heels <laughs> too. And so people that I normally would have swiped on, uh, I didn't. She didn't. And I was like, oh, wow, we're having an actual pretty good conversation. And we wouldn't have gotten there had it been me swiping for myself. So. Okay. I, I might recommend it. I'll let y'all know how it goes. Okay. So. <laughs> I love this. I love this. Okay. So you like a taller guy. Anything else like that you're typically drawn to? What do you look like? Or what do you look like? What do you look for in a partner? What does he look like? Personality, everything like that. Um, let's see. I'll start with personality. So I'm a lot. I love people. <laughs> I'm an Enneagram 7. I do all the things all the time. And so I kind of want someone that can balance that out, but not someone that's super introverted to the point of where if I take them to an event, because I go to events all the time, that I feel like I have to babysit because I also like to make people feel welcome. And so if mm-hmm. they, if I feel like they are uncomfortable, then I'm going to be like making sure they're okay the entire time. So basically someone that can hold their own um, in any kind of social setting. And then someone that's fun. I love doing things. Um, someone that loves the Lord. That's super important. Um, I've been in relationships where that wasn't there. And at some points, like that's a, it's, it's a deal breaker. Um, and then physically, oh, that needs to be funny too. Cause I like to, you know, I like to, <laughs> like to laugh and I love people that are just genuinely nice. I love to volunteer mm-hmm. and go um, do stuff in the community. So someone that gives back and like that likes to do that and doesn't feel like they're being forced to do it. And then um, physically, I'm typically attracted to like a basketball player build which is typically okay. like tall, somewhat muscular, but not like too muscular. But I'm also, I, it's funny because that's what I'm attracted to, but that's not what I normally date. So. Okay. <laughs> that's kind of how it goes. I hear you. Yeah. And so um, I think that's like there on the physical side. I like to work out to so someone that would like to go work out. I love boxing. That's my go-to workout. It's fun. Kind of lets the stress out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't like running. Like, ugh. No, <laughs> you do not I'll strike me as a boxer it. as you sit there with your earrings and your hair done i've got i look like a slob boxers uh, can't wear earrings we work for no but she's got these like <laughs> diamond earrings it's, i wear earrings but they don't look cute like hers she's all put together okay. is my point it's like i'm seeing her in a okay. ring like going toe-to-toe with somebody oh yeah i'm not good at it i'm just saying i do it <laughs> so you mentioned you mentioned a deal breaker that he, you know, loves the Lord. Are there any other deal breakers for you? 
Um, I really don't like rude people. Like I've if I I've gone on dates before, and if you are rude to anyone, I'm like, eh, next, because mm-hmm. I like that's just not how I am. That's not how if I ever have kids, I want my kids to be raised. Um, one thing I love, and it's funny because people say this doesn't exist, and I am here to say that it does. I love a guy that's like super chivalrous. Like, yes, I am more than capable. Like, I'm a feminist to the max almost, but I am more than capable of opening my own door, but I shouldn't have to. Mm-hmm. And so that's how I feel about a lot of different things. Like, I mean, car doors, like doors to the building, whatever it is, I and walking on the outside of the sidewalk. Like, that's your job as a guy, in my mind. Whether or not that's right or wrong. It's funny because when people talk about gender roles, I'm like, ill, no. But also, like, yeah, you take the trash out. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's something to be said for like, I want to like, I appreciate the gesture. I might tell you no, or I might be like, no, I'm fine. But like the gesture of I'm looking out for you. I'm trying to take care of you is super appreciated. And if you're doing those little things, then you're going to do it in the big things too. So I get that. That makes sense. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Little things make like the biggest difference. And those are things that I noticed right off the bat. So like, I know, I don't know if you know those five love languages, but it kind of sounds like is yours acts of service. Like when yes. someone goes above and beyond. Okay. So that's one of my top, my top two, or actually, actually it's number three. I lied. My top <laughs> love language is quality time. Hmm. So when I was working a lot, I um, obviously didn't have a ton of free time, but I still made time for my friends because I'm one of those people. I think that people will always make time for what they want to make time for. And even I don't date a ton, but even when I tell my friends, like you should never have to wonder if a guy likes you. If they do, you'll know. Um, they'll put forth the effort. They'll want. They'll make you feel wanted, and so I think that quality time aspect of wanting to spend time with someone and making the time to do that is super important. Because I'm like, if I work eight jobs and can make time for people, then most people should be able to make time for people. Yeah, <laughs> preach. I feel like all the girls are like, "Yeah, that's right." Yeah. <laughs> so that's how I am when it comes to any kind of thing. Friendships, um, like maintaining friendships. I'm the same way of like quality time top love language, and then um, words of affirmation, and then acts of service. Okay. Uh, I got to bring up something. So we have people fill out a questionnaire, and you wrote down when we asked you about any fun hobbies you picked up during the pandemic. You talked about your cricket machine. Um, And I just want to let you know that I, too, have a cricket machine and also have an obsession with it. But I'm going to go ahead and warn you that right now, your friends and family are probably listening to this podcast and they now know you have this machine and you're going to start getting asked to do favors. People are going to ask you to make things and it's all fun right now, but wait till you're having to do all these different things. Um, I like it because it's like, you don't have to be super artsy. It's just like you do it on the computer and it just cuts it. So I have to ask what is the like coolest thing you've made or like what, what have you been using it for? So I haven't done anything too cool, but I did make, um, a friend of mine, a t-shirt for her birthday. And then I loved it so much that I made myself one. And then I posted the shirt on Instagram and like eight people wanted to buy one. So now I'm like, huh, just another time. Yeah, there. <laughs> yeah. Just make and sure then, they pay for it. Right. Oh yeah. I'm like, need your money up front and then I'll order everything. Yeah. And then we make a lot of stuff for our brides. So, um, whenever they have their wedding we give them a tumbler that says mrs whatever and mr whoever um and we do stuff like that so Haley, my business partner was doing all of that before so now i can help out but i've been labeling everything i'm trying to get on like this little home edit kick except i'm poor so i can't afford actual home edit stuff so i'm just making my own <laughs> hey you gotta do what you gotta do so it sounds like you're extremely driven you do a lot of things all the things actually yeah. what's something that you want to do less of this year 
On my list of goals for the last year and a half is to say no more because as an Enneagram 7, I literally want to do everything all the time. So I'm cutting back on commitments because I was um, on the board of a few organizations. I'm like, Kiana, you're not able to give your all or to really be present in all the things if you're doing all the things. So I'm trying to cut back on really just saying, I'm trying to do better at saying no to things that don't exactly bring me joy, quote unquote. That's good. And I feel like that's something that's really hard for a lot of people, but especially someone who's like you and super driven in an Enneagram seven and like lives in that FOMO world, which I know Madison, you have no idea what that no. is like, Mm-mm. but nope. <laughs> some no, no. of us do. So, um, okay. Well, we ask people this every time and I just love the answer so much. What's something that you hate that everyone loves? <sighs> okay. So, Everyone, I I think I have a good sense of humor, but everyone loves The Office. I've seen like two episodes of it. Okay, I I actually tried to watch the whole first season because I was like, I'll give it a shot. And I could not get into it. I tried so hard and everyone loves it. So I want to love it so I can add to the conversation. But I just, it's not, it's a no for me. You are breaking Mackenzie's heart right now. (laughs) Uh, like my husband and I watch the office during dinner every night, which first of all, is a terrible habit and it's kind of weird. So don't ever do that. But like, I, man, and everyone's TV show that they always have in the background and the lightning round questions is the office. So I'm curious to know later on what yours is. Cause it's not the office. It's, it's not, not the, the office. office. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> loves it. All right. You know, I want to love it so bad, but I just can't get into it. That's fair. That's fair. I respect that. Another interesting thing from your questionnaire we want to know a little bit more about this. You wrote down for something most people don't know about you is that you used to be extremely quiet, but then you had surgery on your throat and now you won't stop talking. <laughs> Explain yeah, that to when- us. <laughs> so um, when I was in elementary school, I think second grade, my teacher went to my parents and they were like, you know, it's really hard to hear her. And that's not normal. And I was their only child. So, I mean, they were like, what do you mean it's not normal? Um, and it was funny because when I was younger, they would say when I cried, I sounded like a mouse, like it was just squeaky. Hmm. And they, so we went to Vanderbilt and it turns out that where your voice box projects, there was a layer of skin that was blocking mine. So I had to go in and like cut it all out. And then I was able to talk and people could hear me clearly. And it wasn't raspy or super quiet. And now I guess I'm just making up for lost time because I literally never stopped talking, which is a problem. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, good thing like your teacher spoke up and they're like, Hey, we literally can't hear a word she's saying. Yeah. And I like, and it's funny because I'm like, I could have gone my whole life with this and no <laughs> one said anything. And I probably would have just been like, that's just how I talk. Aww. That's so interesting, especially for an Enneagram 7 to be like, oh, at one point I couldn't talk, like I couldn't speak. Well, okay, we're going to transition now to our lightning round questions. I don't know how familiar you are with these questions. I don't know if Jackie tipped you off on what we were going to ask for this portion or not. She did. She did? Did not. Did not. Okay. So we'll go back and forth. There's easy questions, just like either ors usually. And uh, just first thing, top of mind. First one is beach or mountains? Beach. Road trip or fly? Ooh, that one's hard. Fly. Morning person or night owl? Night owl. Food that you hate? Mushrooms. I pretend like I'm allergic so they don't put them on my food. <laughs> oh, I love that. 
Now okay. you're breaking my heart. I love mushrooms. <laughs> uh, what is the last show that you binge watched? Bridgerton. Okay. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's a good one. You can't watch it with people around, though. It's uncomfortable. No, or your mom. Don't watch it with your mom either. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, mm-hmm. You're telling me. Nobody warned me of that, and I had surgery in February or January, and I was watching it during recovery, and my mom walked through the room because I was staying with her, and I was like, oh, my God, this is uncomfortable. <laughs> Very uncomfortable. So bad. Yeah, it was okay. Okay. I was babysitting, and a lady was like, yeah, or I used to babysit for her, and she said, make sure you have um, – the sex talk with your kids before you watch it and i was like i'm watching it and i'm like i don't see anything and then it got to like episode five and i was like oh okay it comes without warning like there's a yeah. little hint here and there but then like there's an episode where you're like this entire thing i i i'm uncomfortable yeah. <laughs> okay tv show you'll watch over and over again new girl okay yep Oh, oh, and I love Lucy. Sorry. I love Lucy so much. That's like my favorite show. Where are you watching that? Because I know they had it on Hulu, but then it was only like some episodes. Yeah, I Love Lucy is on Amazon Prime, which Amazon is Prime. literally the only reason I have it. I don't care about the <laughs> I just want to watch I Love Lucy. <laughs> there are some like really good episodes of I Love Lucy. Like I'm the same way. I love old classic TV. Uh, and there are some really good ones, and I think more people should watch that show. So oh, it's... yeah. There are some episodes where I'm in tears, like – cracking up uh-huh. and it, oh yes we can talk about that one day <laughs> yes uh you already answered this your drink of choice gin and tonic or a whiskey ginger ale uh so cats or dogs is the next question dogs for sure mm, good, good answer, answer good answer correct answer yeah <laughs> true uh last song you played on spotify okay so i'm gonna talk an old person i don't have spotify um but on Apple Music or Pandora, I guess. Yeah, I've listened good. to Value by Tori Kelly. I'm like borderline obsessed with Tori Kelly. Oh. Mm. I will have so major hair envy of Tori Kelly. My hair doesn't yeah. hold the curl to save my life, but she's got this like massive wavy hair. Beautiful mane hair, uh-huh. yeah. She's the only person I've ever paid to meet, and then the can- the concert got canceled like oh, two weeks dang. before. Yeah. Was that the one in the Ryman? Yeah. And she's so uh, good at the Ryman because I've seen her every time she's gone. <laughs> Yeah. And it's so good. That's a bummer. What is your favorite movie? My favorite movie. Or top two or three. Not hard. Um, I love A Walk to Remember. I think that's the first thing that came to my mind. So oh, I really so you like to cry. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then I love Bring It On. That's the only movie I can quote from start to finish that one. And When Harry Met Sally. So those are yes. okay. my top three. That's Classics. a variety. But all of them are pretty rom com situations, like mm-hmm. girly. So, yeah. yeah. Find beautiful. a guy that'll wear that or watch that with you, not wear that with you. I'm looking for it. Okay. Your least favorite state. My least favorite state. Um... I didn't love New Jersey. <laughs> uh, that's fair. Yeah. Wasn't my a, favorite. Not a fan yeah. of the Garden State. Uh, yeah. Are you big into sports? If so, what is your sports team? Um, I'm not really big into sports, but I'll always root for um, any team from Tennessee or Georgia. Okay. And then Lipscomb, oh. too. Go Bisons, but Go we Bison. aren't really on the map, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last one. What bad first date topic would you rather talk about? Politics or money? Oh, money all day, every day. Okay, yeah, you will. Debt-free life. Bye. (laughs) 
with that it's so theme. bad because I always bring it up on accident. Like, so I'm like, yeah, don't bring up money. Don't bring up money. And then it just comes out of my mouth. Would that be a Got deal to. breaker for you if a guy had massive debt? Um, if he had massive debt and no desire to get rid of it, yes. Mm, that's fair. All right, you've reached the end of our lightning round question. Kiana, if the guys out there are interested in what they hear, where can they reach out to you? Yeah, um, they can slide into my DMs. My Instagram is it's Lady Kiki. So it's I-T-S Lady K-E-K-E. Should we also maybe send them to your neighbor slash Bumble uh, person who runs your Bumble? <laughs> So she may vet people. <laughs> it's just Her me. Sister. It looks like you're talking to me. So if you see oh me gosh. on Bumble, swipe left. We can. Oh no, swipe right. Don't swipe left. Swipe right. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, what is your neighbor slash assistant's name? Amanda. Okay, so guys, if you're listening to this and you see Kiana on Bumble, say hey, Amanda. What's up? <laughs> I'm trying to get through to the next round, so I'm gonna need you to connect me to Kiana. Yeah, there you go. That's amazing. Perfect. Thanks so much for joining us on this episode of Matching Music City. If you liked what you heard from Kiana, as always, you can find her information in the show notes below. Head on over to our Instagram at Matching Music City to get a picture of Kiana. You can also connect with her there. Uh, but that's going to do it for this episode. We'll see you next week with another eligible male from Nashville. But until then, the DMs are officially open. Mm-hmm.